जय राधा माधव जय कुंज जय राधा माधव जय राधा माधव जय कुंज बिहारी जय राधा माधव गोपी जान बाला जय गिरवर धारे जय गिरवर धारे गोपी जान बाला जय गिरवर गोपी जान बाया गिरवर धारे जाय गिरवर धारे यशोर नंदना जय व्रज जन रंजना जय भ्रज जन रंजना यमुना तीरोन चोरी जाए कुंज बेहरे यमुना तीरोन चोरी जाए यमुना चीरवान चारे जाए कुंज बिहारे यमुना चीरवान चारे जाए 
राधा माधवा जाय खंड बिहारी जय राधा राधा माधवा जायकुंजी राधा माधवा जायकुंजी जय विष्णुपाद परमहंस परिराजगचय शोत शोत शिशिमाद हिस डिवाइन ग्रेस शिलेसी भक्तिविदंत स्वामी महाराज शिला प्रभुपाद की शिला रूपगो स्वामी की जय गौर प्रेमनंदे ऑल ग्लोरीस टू द असेंबल्ड डिवोटीज ऑल ग्लोरीस टू द असेंबल्ड डिवोटीज ऑल ग्लोरीस टू द असेंबल्ड डिवोटीज ओम ज्ञानंजनाशलाकयाक्षुन्मिथ्यनभूतलेवायूपकदमायदाकुर्सोदेकेंड चाय बेगो दोमी चाय दोष शोधी चाय गुण देहो दासे चाय सत्संग देहो हे अमारे बोशे छे संघेर आशे सो यू सेंग टीच मी अबाउट द सिक्स वीगन्स द सिक्स वीगन्स एंड इफ यू गेट एम अंडर योर कंट्रोल You can be a worldwide teacher. Who are those six? What are those six vegans? Vacho vegan, manasa krodha vegan. So, so chaya bega domi, chaya six, six be, six, six begas, six doshas, six faults, six good gunas, good qualities, and chaya satsanga. Six, six times types association. So this is some nectarum instruction com- composed by Rupa Goswami. Now Rupa Goswami wrote uh, uh, over eleven thousand. Um, he wrote uh, so many books, but he given the essence of the practice in this book of, called the Nectar Instruction. So in Krishna consciousness, you have the ex- the hypothesis, you have the experiment, you have the result. You have the sambanda, abideya, and prayojana. So sambanda is the philosophy, abideya is the practice, and prayojana is the goal. And so this book, um, unlike the other books, doesn't deal too much, too much with sambanda. It is a philosophy of more of the practice. How do you apply it? And so first he says, 
vachuvegam manasakroda vegam jeeva vegan udaro phaste vegan etan vegan yo viheshadira sarvam apimam prithivim sashishat so vachuvegam vacha the voice control the voice manasa the mind vachuvegam manasakroda vegam jeeva control the tongue kroda anger Jiva Vegam Udhuropasta in the belly and below the genitals. Udhuropasta Vegan Etan Vegan Vyovishaheta Dira Sarvam Pritimim Pritivim Sashishat. So Pritivim means that all over the earth he can become a teacher, that person who has all those six under control. Without those six under control, he is not so qualified. But he can become Acharya, he become worldwide teacher if he has those things under control. So Vachyavegam, as you, maybe if you read Nectar Instruction, you remember the first, one of the things Prabhupada says, is the frog is always making the sounds, but what does it attract? The snake. So death is coming right after. So we love to hear the sound of our voice. And so Prabhupada says, no, we don't need to do the monavrat. We don't have to not speak. We just have to engage it in Krishna's service. Have to learn to speak about Krishna. Glorified Krishna, Vachavegam, Manasa, the mind. So we have some notes here. What does it say about the mind? There's nectar instruction. As far as agitations of the flickering mind, they're divided into two, two divisions. The first is called Avirodha Priti, unrestricted attachment, and the other is called Virodha Yukta Kroda, anger arising from frustration. So either you're just becoming Greedy, you want that thing, or you don't get it, and then you're frustrated. Basically, uh, there's um, lust, anger, and greed. So when you have the lust, you have the desire. There's two other. There's two options. You get what you want, but and then it just produces more greed. Or the other option is become frustrated because it didn't do what you thought it was going to do, or you don't get it. Somebody else has it. So Vachavegam Manasa Krodavegam. So similarly, just like we engage the 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 voice, we also engage anger, because actually anger is one of the most difficult uh, elements to disappear. You find the sages; they're maybe even free from lust, but they sure do get angry often. So it's one of the last things to go. So we engage that anger in Krishna's service. Someone is blaspheming the devotees of the Lord, blaspheming the Lord, we incite our anger. Like uh, Arjuna was fighting on the battlefield. Or Hanuman, he burned down Lanka. You cannot fight without anger. So we can use our anger to destroy the um, atheistic philosophy that uh, basically is a violence towards the souls in this world. And so with our, we must engage our intelligence, we engage our consciousness in the Srimad Bhagavatam, Srila Prabhupada writes in the Bhagavatam, that if you become, um, if you study this work, then you can handle the onslaughts of, of the atheists. You can, you can have intelligent rebuttals. Uh, for example, um, how many of you have been to the zoo before? 
Have you ever seen a monkey give birth to a human? You expect that to happen? Or, um, how about, have you ever, as, as, do, do you ever see like a, a big explosion out of nothing and then like planets come out? Ever has that ever happened? So we're taught in our modern education that if you go back into your, um, you know, maybe you have a photo album at home, the family tree, and you go back and then you go back further enough, there's Uncle Harry and he's swinging on the tree and he's with uh, Aunt Lucy. And if you go back further, there were two, there was a, a sheep, the black sheep in the family. You go back even further, there was a mouse. But that mouse was born from two rocks that fell in love. And the rock came, the rock came from the Big Bang. See, the Big Bang was, um, see, nothing, he was always getting uh, pushed by his mother. Mother nothing. She was saying, why don't you make something of yourself? And he just couldn't handle it. She's like, boom. Ah, he just exploded and he just went all the directions. And then eventually at some point he started to settle down. And those, and those rocks turned into planets and then the two rocks fell in love and gave birth to a mouse which then gave birth to a sheep and gave birth to Uncle Harry and, and that's science. Now you're here, yeah. So just that, you know, just when you at the zoo next time just See, maybe human might pop out, or maybe looking out to space and out nothing, and then maybe the whole thing will just come out of nowhere, out of nothing. Because that's science. So, vachavegam anasakroda vegam jiva, we control the tongue by engaging it in tasting prasadam. Jiva vegan udoropasta vegan, the belly. We control the belly by fasting. We have fasting days, akadashi. Fasting, Janmashtami, Ram Navami. We have these days so we can become, practice a little bit self-control. Most of it is from prasadam, but also we don't want to be too overly indulgent. What happens if the senses are overly indulgent? Shakshi Gopal. They become strong, yeah. How do you tame a tiger? You don't feed it. And then it, it breaks its will. It, so similarly, the senses, if you give them what it says, give me this, like your senses say, man, I need 11 hours of sleep. And next time you try to sleep 8 hours, you're like, man, body's like, no, man, 11 hours, that's what I need now. And you're like, what 11 hours? You don't need 11 hours. <laughs> it just demands it. Once it gets used to something, it's like, he said, I'm going to give you a hard time if you don't give me 11 hours. He's like, no, we've got to change this. So the senses become strong. Actually, if we're, uh, we'll find our desires more strong. And then we find like sometimes we're sick. We've been, or maybe we're, Have you ever been sick where you don't eat for like five days? You, don't, you won't be lusty. It's all... Desires are weakened. It's not, the tigers are a little tame. <laughs> but they eat a lot. So, udaro pasta vegan. It follows. That's what it's saying here. So the next verse 
is atyaharas prayascha prajalpo niyamagraha janasangascha loyamcha sadbir bhakti vinashiti. So things, six things that vinashiti destroy bhakti. Now this verse is actually repeated verbatim in a book called, what is it? It is the, one second, it is one of the Yoga Sutras commentary. Dual verse. In the Yoga Pradipika, you find the same verse, except for instead of it says bhakti, it says hatha yoga. So basically any type of spiritual practice, these six things are going to destroy it. And the first one is atyahar. Now it sounds like the same one that was repeated in the past, overeating, but it actually refers to overconsumption of things, having to, just, I need this, I need that. And um, Srila Prabhupada and Bhaktivinoda Thakur really go deep into this because um, spiritual life is not meant only for sannyasis. Spiritual life is meant for everyone. So the the atyahara is when you when you think something is separate from Krishna and it's somehow yours to enjoy, then it's atyahara. If you use it for Krishna, then it's not atyahara. Um, for example, we are at uh, distributing books at the DFW airport at some kind of Hindu event. And some man left, dropped his wallet. Found the wallet, $2,500 in it. We called the guy up. He told me, hey, we got your wallet. I looked up his info. And he, was, he wasn't very nice. He wasn't very appreciative. He, said, he asked us to drive it to him. I said, no, you, no, you can come here. <laughs> and so he came to the office, grabbed the wallet, and walked out the office. I said, hey, man... <laughs> Put some money in the hundi right there, bro. <laughs> you got, you're not going to say thank you. At least go thank Krishna. <laughs> it wasn't even nice. But when we walk into this material world, it's like like a kid. See, a kid walks into a candy shop and he doesn't see anybody. You think, man, nobody owns this place. Nobody. There's no. There's no owner. They start eating everything. You know. Nobody actually owns this place. There's, there's no owner. And so we look at the material world. We think, there's no God. This, everything's mine. <laughs> Just take everything from me. So if you give the wallet back to the owner, that is called yukta vairagya. That's true renunciation. Giving it back. So if you give everything back to Krishna, then it's called true renunciation. Now if you walk away from it, say, hey man, that's too much drama. If you walk away from the wallet, you see you have a Madanga talent, you got a guitar, you say, man, I gotta give everything up. I'm gonna throw this guitar away. It's Maya. That's called false renunciation. It's not yours to give up. If you're renting the, if you're driving the company car, you can't abandon it on the side of the road. It is not yours. So as soon as you think it's mine to give up, then you're thinking it's mine. So it's not yours. You gotta engage it in the service. It's a company car, you gotta do it in the service of the company. So atyahara prayascha, same thing. Working too hard for mundane things. Worked so hard, I need this, I want that. So prayas means, okay, we can work a little hard for, uh, for not mundane things, we can hurt, work hard for Krishna. Then it's not prayas. But for mundane things, we should not be 
too overly enthusiastic. Srila Prabhupada gives the example of some guy who worked so hard for his house, and then he was born as a rat in the house. And his kids were always trying to kill him. <laughs> so, Atyahara Prayascha, Prajalpa. Prajalpa means uh, unnecessary talk. And the, so again, this is about engagement. We engage our talk in that spiritual subjects. Prajalpa Niyamagraha. Uh, Niyama means the rules, the regulations, the rules. And Agraha, there's Agraha and there's Agraha. Agraha means like, really like, I like rules. I love rules. Too attached to rules. And Agraha means, I don't need to follow any rules. <laughs> I don't care for the rules. So, you know, like you have, not so much, we don't have to worry about being too attached to rules. That's not usually the way, you know, it's like, you know, there's like some kinds of dog that has a little tail that, you know, it's, it's all bent and you straighten out. But as soon as you let go, it turns all bent like a little piggy's tail. So, so that's not really how we're wound up. We're, we're kind of, we're, our direction is, yeah, I don't need the rules. <laughs> but, you know, say here in India, there's like the smarta brahmanas, very uh, attached to the position of, oh, I'm I'm exalted, I am purified, I am clean. And they're very attached to the rules, but no attachment, no love for Krishna. So we don't want to follow in that route, or we don't want to neglect the rules. Niyamagraha. Let's see. I... Jana Sangha. Now Prabhupada, Bhaktuna uh, Thakur says, so this thing is kind of hammered. It's spoken about in... Now if this is a summary, then if something is spoken about repeatedly, that means it's important. And so it says... Giving up the association of non-devotees. Okay, so um, does that mean you can't work a job? What if you have a relative? You say, hey, Grandma, I can't talk to you. How many rounds are you chanting? Yeah. Maybe not your grandma, but our grandmas. You know? How many rounds are you chanting? You accept Krishna in your heart as your Lord and Savior? So, there's a verse, the fourth verse talks about loving exchanges. And he says, that you have to reserve for the devotees. And you and those who are not devotees, don't have love for God, then we, 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 we kindly deal with them, just like you would kindly deal with somebody, as Prabhupada Thakur says, you meet somebody at the grocery store. How do you treat them? You kindly deal with them. But you, you, you're not investing your heart into that person. It's done with care, but your heart is not invested there. So similarly, you kindly deal with those who are materialistic, but you don't engage in those intimate loving exchanges, which will be discussed in the fourth verse. Um, let's see. Atihara. And then greed. This, these six things um, pull down our bhakti. Now, we're gonna, I'm just going to fly through because there's so much. There's bhakti and takur. So you see, these two verses, um, let's see, it's on page 15 and it ends on page 26. So it's 11 pages. 
So Bhakti Thakur, those are the six favorable and six unfavorable things. Bhakti Thakur wrote a hundred-page book, one huge essay for each of those six things, called Sri Bhakti Loka. I'll show you cover right here. You've probably seen that. Sri Bhakti Loka. So he whole uh, book, every chapter is just one of those topics. But and I read a lot of it, but we're, our time is short, so just so we discuss six um, the six vegans, six things that need to be controlled to become a teacher. Then we have the six things that are for devotional service, then you know that uh, encourage it. Oh, no, the next one is the six encouraging things. Sorry, the six things that destroy, and the next one is the six things that encourage. So that is. Utsaha nishchaya dhayat tatat karma pavartanat sangatyaga satovritti sadvir bhaktir vinash prasidyati. So utsaha means enthusiasm. You cannot do anything without enthusiasm. Anything, you can't make progress in spiritual life without enthusiasm. Well, I've heard recently in a lecture that the word utsaha can be translated also as courage. What does courage mean? Courage is um, this, it, it's not necessarily that you're free from fear, but you have this, you're gonna go anyway. You're gonna try anyway. So, you know, I may not be successful in my practice of devotional service, but I'm gonna try anyway. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go and try to distribute books. Courage, enthusiasm. This is, that, that gives it life. Utsaha. Nishchaya, nishchaya means his confidence. Krishna is there. Krishna's got my back. I have the supreme personality of Godhead as my well wisher. Utsaha, nishchaya, dharyat, patience. Like I heard today, I heard actually lecture today. Pradhananda Swami said, he said, patience. Um, you know, we could become, we could go back to Godhead a hundred lifetimes from now. And you know what that? You know, so you got to think about poor Brahma. A hundred lifetimes is hardly even a moment for his life. He says, "Man, all these people are going to back to Godhead, and and like, you know, what, you know uh, Brahma's life, one second of his life is ninety-seven thousand years." So that's, that's, you know, a hundred lifetimes doesn't take 97,000 years. So in, in, in less than one second, so many people are going back to Godhead, but he has to sit on that lotus for another 150 trillion years. <laughs> Poor Brahma. <laughs> We're fortunate. He's a little patient, and his, his patience is needed. Utsaha nishchaya dharyat tat karma pavartana. Tat karma pavartana means all the practices of bhakti, hearing, chanting. There are 64 items of devotional service and five of them are considered most essential. Um, sadhu sangha, sadhu sangha. I forget the Sanskrit, but there are five are association with devotees, sadhu sangha. Uh, sadhu sangha, uh, Bhagavat Shravan, hearing the Bhagavatam, hearing this sh- spiritual discussion of, of this about the Supreme Personality of God. So that's Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam. 
Murti Seva, worshipping the deity. Um, Matura Vasa, living in a holy place. And um, Sadhu Sangha, um, Sadhu Sangha, if I can find it. Get to the end of my notes. Okay, we'll see if it comes. So um, there's uh, there is progressions in bhakti. First is we develop some shraddha, some little faith, and then from faith comes sadhu sangha. We decide. Let me associate with devotees. Then comes bhajana kriya. Bhajana kriya means we start to engage in worship, we take initiation. And Bhakti Thakur um, has some interesting things to say about initiation. One second. Where is... We're in... Oh, um, promenade, promenade, promenade. I found it. Okay. Those who are verse. So after finding a qualified guru, a faithful disciple should serve him with firm conviction and without duplicity. One should accept Initiation and Krishna mantra after pleasing the Guru. Those who are adverse to taking initiation and only make a drama of pseudo-kirtan while advertising themselves as Vaishnavas certainly cheat themselves. It is not the duty of materialistic persons to renounce the process of initiation because a few great souls like Jetabharat did not take initiation. So he's saying that uh, he, he sums up he says, general rules are accept, or should be accepted by people in general. If something happens, like he says, if Dhruva, Loka, Dhruva goes back to Godhead in his material body, you should not hope that that's going to happen to you. you got to follow. You should think, yeah, I'm going to die. I have to leave this body behind. I'm going to go back to Godhead in a spiritual body. So uh, Jadabharat, he was, you know, avidut, you know, <laughs> chanting all the time. <laughs> he didn't take initiation. <laughs> So, but it doesn't mean that we don't have, you know, these are extremely important. And so he's talking about, let's see what chapter this is in. I think this is in, yes, this is the very chapter we're talking about, Tut Tut Karma Pavartanat, that we have to follow the path. He says, those who are proud neglect the Mahajans. You know, yeah, you know, these Bhaktan Thakur, Rupa Goswami, but I got a little twist on my thing. I got my, you know, my little program that I think works really good. He said, those who are proud neglect the previous Mahajans and create new paths. As a result, they seem, they proceed on in this inauspicious path and ruin themselves. He said, those who have good fortune from their past life give up pride and respect the established path. And those who are unfortunate, you know, they promenade 
on the new path and thus cheat the world. So sometimes you, yeah, you don't need to take initiation. It's all there in the mind. Well, uh, yeah, just like there are people in this world who did get a PhD without going to college. There are people. It's like, happens every once in a while. There was a, a Rabindranath Tagore. He was a great poet in India. He was, he was given a PhD. He never went to college. But we shouldn't be, <laughs> like, he's just played a video game. Again, someone's gonna come in that window and have you a PhD. <laughs> like, no, we shouldn't have that hope. Like, if we want the PhD, we gotta go for it. You know, the, the established way. For, as fortunate persons wish to follow the characteristics of sadhus, devotional service, they similarly desire to know their duty. Unfortunate, proud persons act just the opposite. They search different paths from those of the sadhus. They disrespect the sadhus' determined conclusions while respecting their own. So we, we hold a lot of respect for our own ideas, but, you yeah, know, yeah. Prabhupada said this, uh, Bhakti and Thakur says this, uh, but, you know, I got something to say. <laughs> so... So, uh, so that's tat tat karma pavartan sangatyaga, and again it's talking about giving up the association of the worldly minded. He said, whoever you associate with, now association is in many ways. I know it's we become more engrossed in material association, and it's so hard to avoid it, isn't it? Like it says, like. Um, Prabhupada might say something like reading newspapers. You're like, man, I'm not reading newspapers. I'm just on Facebook. So it's okay. Because <laughs> it doesn't say Facebook there. It just says read newspapers. And we're like, yes, okay. But it's like, oh yeah, there's so much so much material association. And it's very, very, very hard in, um, to make progress in that way. So this is our what we take in. And it fills our consciousness. It's our garden. Satovrite sat, and then we have so we satovrite. We follow those footsteps of the the great acharyas. We follow their example. Um, a lot of Bhakti Thakur talks about is really relevant to his time because people would um, give up their families and become sannyasis, but then hang out with ladies and like become sahaja gurus and stuff like that. And he's saying, no, no, no. Follow the the, the, the the great acharyas. You know, there's, you know, there much of Lord Chaitanya's disciples, they were married. They didn't say, oh, I'm going to be spiritual. And then they'd leave their, you know, leave their wife to get a whole bunch of lady followers and, you know, some scandalous relationships. He's saying, don't artificially become renounced and, and, and then end, your, end up in some ridiculous situation. So follow follow the path. If you if you by your devotional service have have really no taste at all for any type of attraction in material life, okay, maybe sannyas. But if not, then follow the the proper path that is given for the householders. And so the, this association it says as qualities of a nearby object are reflected in a crystal. 
One simply takes the qualities of a person whom he associates. Therefore, in order to increase one's devotional sentiment in one's own line, a wise person takes shelter of those who have the same spiritual sentiment. And so we want to associate with those. Um, we don't want to... Okay, so next verse talks about association. Um, ready for a few more minutes? Okay. So, association. So next verse is... Dadati prati grinati guyamakati prichiti bhungte bujayate chaiva sadvidam priti lakshanam. This is the last of the four pairs of six. So six six loving exchanges between the devotees are dadati prati grinati, giving and receiving gifts. Guyamakati krichati, speaking very confidentially. Now, oftentimes we hear like revealing your mind. Um, that's a part of it, but guyam also means, confidentially means speech spiritually or deeply, something that is, you know, not mundane, but it's actually very deep and spiritual. Like the ninth chapter of Bhagavad Gita is called the guyam chapter, Raja guyam. Means very deep, spiritual, confidential. So it doesn't just mean, okay, we, we have like a psychological, you know, we have a person we consult with, but it means also to, a loving exchange between devotees is have spiritual conversations about Krishna. Guyamakyati prachiti bhungte bujayate and receiving, giving and receiving prasadam. And so that verse is one that Bhaktan Thakur says, okay, those kind of six loving exchanges, that you try to have with devotees. You don't, you know, eat the food, avoid the food cooked by non-devotees. Avoid speaking very deeply and spiritually or even revealing your heart and your mind to those who don't have any love for God. Um, you know, and Prabhupada gives the point that even in like business, this is how people establish relationships. They give gifts, they have, they have food, they have, they speak very, very intimately. So this is how the relationship is developed. So in the fifth verse, Krishna discusses how to relate. How do you know, you know, is, is, if the person's a devotee, or how do you relate to that devotee? Um, like, you know, somebody comes to the temple the first time, they've been reading Prabhupada's books, they're super excited to see somebody, man, you got Tulsi beads on, oh, man, are you my guru? Like, they just like, they get all excited. And then they see you, man, wait a minute, this guy's, he's got, he doesn't seem perfect. Like, yeah, yeah, hey, hey, I'm not perfect. You gotta find the right level. To, uh, and, and, so he says, Krishna tiya sagiritam manasaji yeta, dikshasti chet praniti bish bhajatam isham, shushu shaya bhajana vigyana nanya nanya, nindari ipsita, uh, nindari hide ipsita sangalabdva. So he says, this is the fifth verse, he says, a person who, um chants Hare Krishna, glorifies Krishna. We have respect in their mind. That person could be uh, part of the, he could be a mafia guy. You know, could be a, but he likes, you say, man, that's a cool mafia. I respect that he chants Hare Krishna. Doesn't mean you have to go and, you know, bow down to him and always consult him about, you know, what kind of, what kind of career you should have. Or, you know, you, 
You say you respect, this is a devotee, and this is, it's not just a, you know, respect all souls, but this is a person who is trying to become Krishna conscious. And Krishna says, Shiprambhavatmi Dharmatma, I quickly make my devotees righteous, so we don't worry about it. It's like, what do you, what happens to a mango when you leave it on a tree? Begin, what is a mango in the beginning like? What's the flavor? Sour. And what's the, the text? Hard and sour. So devotee could be hard and sour, but just let him sit in the path of devotional service and he becomes soft and sweet. Just, just gotta stay on the vine, you know, stay on the tree. No, no problem. Uh, he is potentially cleaner than anyone. You could have some paka brahmana, doesn't have any devotion, and he does all the achamans, he does all this, you know, he does everything. But because he what's, without love, yeah. And if he's motivated, if his motivation is not Krishna's desire, then who's he motivated by? His own desire. And so, if the opportunity to do something bad matches up with his desire, then he may shift his lifestyle. Where the devotee, if his opt- is a desire is to please Krishna, you know, to do something bad doesn't. It's it's it, he he is maybe plagued by the previous desires, but it says those things are like the biting of a toothless snake. They're not really to be taken seriously. It's like the person has the disease, but has already taken the remedy. So the bad qualities, Arjuna says, Krishna tells Arjuna, don't think of them as a sadhu, even if they're badly behaved. Sudarachar, they're considered sadhus. So, but how do you associate with such people? Maybe there, maybe you might want some distance. Maybe the, so then the next one it says, but dikshasti chet praniti bish, that person who is, uh, taking vows, is really practicing, praniti bish, you should bow down to them. And that person who is so high, so elevated, that he has no propensity to even speak ill of others. As a, as a, a spiritual perceptor, he may point out um, f- the the frailties in the philosophy or the beha- the character of a leader, but he doesn't have the envy that he's he's motivated by envy, because you see the spiritual teachers, Srila Prabhupada, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, they weren't shy in in cr- uh, making sure things were clear. But here saying nindati, they're not motivated by this envy to make offenses towards others. They're not, they're, they're, so that person you should just completely surrender unto. Krishna, and then, then he's, then the sixth verse he talks about the Gangam style. You know the Gangam style? Dishdraya sabhava janater vabhushascha dosher. Na prakata tvamihabhakjanasya paschit gangam basham na kalut budbudkena pankir brahma javatam abhagachanti niradharmai. So he says that devotee, he is like the Ganga. And we should have the view, the Gangam style view. That the devotee is like the Ganga. It is pure. Even if you see mud, bubbles, and foam within the Ganga, you should know. 
This is sacred river. This river is pure. So similarly, a devotee may have uh, uh, a deformed body. He may not be born in some exalted, prestigious, Brahminical family. One should overlook all that. He had the, the faults of the body. Now I asked this question, asked a question to Jayadvaita Maharaj on this verse at Sadhu Sangha, 2014, uh, Austin, Texas. Um, and the word dosha is there, fault. Now in the Ayurvedic text, dosha means your body's fault or whatever thing that it has too much of, pitta dosha, kapha dosha, vata dosha, means what you have, what's your, what's your imbalance, what's your fault, what you got too much of. And he says, if you study Ayurveda, just like if you study astrology, you understand a lot about psychology and how people are conditioned. And so, um, I said, does that mean that one should also overlook the bodily intellectual faults, like the, the personality faults that are present within the body? And really look at the essence, their, their devotional mood of serving the Lord? He said, yeah. He said, and he quoted some passage by Bhaktivedanta Thakur to illustrate that. That a person, one person may have a body type, they're just prone to get angry. That's their body type. But we should overlook that and see what is their devotional service. Someone might have a body type, they're a little bit, you know, flaky. Or somebody, you know, they, everyone has their own psychological faults. But we have to overlook that and look, what is their devotional service? Because who sees like that? That's Krishna. That's his vision. Actually, Krishna is just looking for any excuse to bring us home. And we said we'll do 7 out of 11, because today is a 7-11. Shat Krishna namis charitare sitapya vidya pito patapta rasanasya nacharoki kanu. Kinta darad adhininam kala jaiva jushta swadvi kramad bhavati hantri. So, these are 11 instructions, and we're doing 7 out of 11. And so here, Rupa Goswami is saying that the Krishna's name, you may all remember this verse, is like sugar candy. It is transcendentally sweet. Uh, but pitta patapta, back to that pitta or that Ayurveda. We have too much, someone who is that pitta imbalance, they have jaundice. They have like a, one of a type of pitta disease is jaundice. So pitta patapta means a person who has jaundice, uh, anything they taste that is sweet will taste and bitter. But the cure for jaundice, one of the natural cures for jaundice is sugar candy. So if you take the sugar candy, it tastes bitter, but it's doing its work, and then eventually starts to taste sweet. So chanting Hare Krishna, we're like, ah, this is a, this seems kind of bitter. Especially japa, japa. No one's gonna glorify you for japa. <laughs> it's like, man, that was a great kirtan. That was a cool class. But japa, no one's gonna. <laughs> There's no glorification there. You know, it's all just you and Krishna. Yeah. So the, yeah, we don't have so much of a taste yet, but if we give our heart and attention, then eventually that cure starts to work. 
And so, why, why is 7-Eleven called 7-Eleven? So Jai Balaram, uh, who used to live here in Dallas, um, one of his relatives was this, the, the founder of 7-Eleven. And 7-Eleven was a store that was open from 7 to 11. Which was, you know, kind of rare. But now when, how, how long is 7-Eleven open? 24-7. So I'm going to have to add another verse here. Because we did 7 out of 11, but the next verse is about 24-7. So we got one more verse here. Ready? Tan nama rupa charita sukirtananu smityo kramena rasana manasini yoja tishtan rajetad anuragi jananugami kalad nayat kalam iti saram the essence of all advice is that one should utilize one full time, 24-7, in nicely chanting and remembering Krishna, Lord Krishna's divine names, transcendental form, qualities, and eternal pastimes, thereby gradually engaging the tongue and mind. And this way one should reside in Raj and serve Krishna under the guidance of devotees. One should follow the footsteps of the Lord's beloved devotees, who are deeply attached to his devotional service. So we heard about the the um, six urges, the six unfavorable things, the six favorable things, the six loving exchanges. Then the the fifth verse was about uh, the how the different levels of devotees, how we respect them, and we should seek. We should seek those peers that have that same kind of, but we should also seek those who may encourage us further. There's always somebody who can encourage us further. Don't just, don't just do the peer association. And the juniors, we should try to be the encourager of them. Those that, that are, um, don't have that same desire that we have, we try to impart that desire. So that's the fifth verse. Sixth verse was, um, the Gangam. Was that the Gangam style? Or is that the six, seven verse? No, the six verse is the Gangam style, yeah? And then, um, the devotee is like the Ganga. And the seventh verse was, um, the jandas and the sugar candy. And the eighth verse, 24-7. So this is 7-11, 24-7. Thanks a lot. Any um, comments, questions, or reflections? Yes, Prabhu. Reflection. The reflection, I thought it was nice when you mentioned the reflection of the crystal ball when you're talking about associating. Um, so, uh, basically, if you don't want to say that one more time. So, the, yeah, the, that if you put something next to a crystal, the crystal takes on that color. So, oftentimes in some yogic books, it talks about the mind being like a crystal. So, it just... It takes on the color or whatever it associates with. So, the mango. Oh, yeah, that's soft and sweet, hard and sour. Yeah, and 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 don't don't be uh, criticizing that mango. It's if it's practice, if it's connected, then you know, let it let it grow.
It's already in the shower. You could see like some businessmen's walking past. There's some, you know, in, in India, there's a construction worker. He's doing a shower outside. He's got mud all over. He's like, oh, you're so dirty. He's saying, yeah, you know, I'm cleaner than you. Just, just wait a few minutes. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah, there, there, there's, uh, there's, uh, um, uh, Muka, and I forget the other, Antir Muka, the, Bahir Muka means, so, uh, there's one verse, there's one term means their, their face is towards within, it's torn towards God. And then there's those who are like, yeah, forgetting about God. And it, he gives some examples, he says those who are addicted to, um, like adultery or those who are impersonalists that, that reject the idea that God is a being that whom you should love. Um, he doesn't say like if they're a particular member of a particular religion, but he says, you know, the, those who have, um, you know, that their, their, their desire is, is to know or Please, in some way, then that's that's more favorable. And and and. Everybody can have particular doubts. We don't say that, okay, you have to believe as we do. But if someone is, like for example, someone can ask the same question. Oh, how is God, blah, blah, blah. How is God this? But their question is they may really want that doubt cleared because they're looking for truth. Or they may be just trying to, you know, Reason why, why I don't have to you know, connect. They're not interested. So even this, even the question and the it it doesn't necessarily say okay. It's, this is okay. You a blanket case. This person you reject. But we see what is their mood. Are they do they they do or are they moving to, away from bhakti? Are they moving towards it? Are they are acceptable to move towards it? And as it says here, you, the association, uh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, you can't avoid. He says the same thing. He says sense gratification. He said the only way you can avoid sense gratification is you die. You're not going to eat because that's your senses are getting gratified. They're touching. Your tongue is touching a sense of taste. So how do you not gratify your senses? Therefore, it has to be in Krishna service. Not that you don't talk, don't eat, but somehow, so there, yeah, so he says, okay, we, we, we have to, especially if we're not sannyasis, we have to associate with people in this world, but we don't really put too much of our heart in it. If it's not, we try to only give, uh, the real loving exchanges with those who have, um, who are, have not forgotten Krishna. Are not, you know, looking to forget Krishna. 
because that's going to help us. And the others, we can help them. You know, if we're in a proper position, we can help. Okay, Om Tat Sat. Thanks a lot. Hare Krishna.